2022 was insanity in the housing market. So what in the world's going to happen in 2023? Well, this is part two of my 2023 housing predictions forecast. Let's talk about it. What is up, my how to buy a homies? How you doing? I'm your host, David Sidonia. I'm the unicorn wrangler on a mission to help you woefully underserved first-time home buyers. Now, these forecast episodes, they're designed to help you read past all the clickbait headlines and actually give you a grasp on the real data. It's going to take more than a 30-second TikTok or an Instagram reel to explain what is potentially going to happen and why. So be proud of yourself for putting the work in. We're going more than 30 seconds today. As you know, we've already done episode uh, number one. Part one was the last episode, 155. This is part two. Part one was rents. Part two, we're going to be getting into rates. Let's go. If you've been paying attention at all, you've heard about mortgage interest rates. Big story in the news this year. And if you haven't heard about it, hey, congratulations. Good for you. You have a life. And much of the conversation that we've heard this year has been, well, less conversation and more uh, stupid yelling. Do you hear me, Stephen A. Smith? You don't have to scream everything to make it sound important. Mortgage rates are an important part of you and your home buying process, and they affect how much you pay per month. And that, of course, in turn affects how much home you can afford. So here's the basics. Here's how it works. Right now, the median home price is around $450,000. Now, if you're buying that house with a mortgage rate of, let's say, 7%, you put 20% down, and then you figure out what your PITI is. PITI is, well, they are the things that make up your monthly payment, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Now, if you're buying that $450,000 house at 7%, your payment is $2,878. Now, if the rates drop to 5.5%, your payment's going to be a full $300 less. So if you do nothing, if you buy the same $450,000 house, you put the exact same down payment down, you're going to be saving $300 a month or $3,600 a year. That is until the time that maybe you decide to refinance. So that is how mortgage rates affect you. Now, what we're going to do today is we're going to take a look back and see how what happened and got us to the 7%, and then most importantly, where the experts think we're going to be going for 2023. Now, if you have been paying attention because you're thinking about buying a house and you've been listening to people talk about mortgage rates, you're going to hear conversations everywhere on uh, TV, online, on social media, and you're going to hear a lot. I mean, a lot of opinions. But today, what I like to do is kind of try to pull back as many opinions as I can and give facts and data and analysis. And then we'll give you all the information as well as some opinions and some uh, ideas that come from leading economists. And I'll let you decide when you have all the information. So first, I'm going to give you a little recap and I am going to hear from everybody today. Well, not hear from, I'm going to regurgitate what I heard from everyone. You're going to hear the bull and bear predictions. The bear predictions, once again, bulls and bears, if you can't figure that out, bears are bad because it means down because bears go down and bulls go up with their horns. That's how someone told me to remember. So you're going to get the negative Nellies and you're going to get the rainbows and ice cream people. That way you're going to hear both sides of everything that has been forecast by the economic gurus for 2023. 
and uh, I'll give you a little sneak peek, a little spoiler alert. Don't get too excited. Even the bulls don't think that things are going to go crazy. Uh, we're not seeing 4% again and definitely not seeing 3%. Hey, but I don't know. Nobody thought this year in 2022 rates were going to go from three to seven in just a few weeks. And then finally, I'm going to wrap up today with a crazy insider secret. This is one that the pros have been using for years to predict, to forecast, to guess on interest rates. And it really has been on the ball for many, many years. And I'm going to share it with you. Okay, so quick recap of 2022 uh, for rates. Pretty simple. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know, I just saw Little Shop of Horrors on Broadway and interest rates in 2022 kind of reminded me of uh, Audrey too, the little plant, you know, the big star of the show. Uh, it started out really cute and unusual and, you know, sitting there right at 3% and everyone was clamoring to see it. They were so excited about it. They wanted to be a part of that super phenomenon, that 3%. Then they closed the curtain for a minute. When they opened it back up, suddenly... The plant was freaking 20 feet tall, giant Venus flytrap trying to eat people for breakfast. That was 7%. Yeah, that's what interest rates were. They were Audrey 2. If you don't know the show, it's a big old plant that eats people. I have never seen, well, nobody has ever seen. I'm talking never, ever seen what happened in 22, or 2022 with interest rates. The speed of the change was shocking. So hopefully... Well, that's in the past, and we're not going to see that again. Now, those of you guys watching on video, uh, you can check out the chart that I'm putting up. Uh, those of you listening, I'll explain it to you. Chart shows in the last 32 years, these are the interest rates. Starting back in 1990, they're about 10%. Uh, and then they fluctuated from 1990 all the way to 2012, slowly going down with plus or minus about a percent or a percent and a half. Uh, and then... In 2012, all the way up to 2022, rates hovered around 4%, sometimes dipping close to 3 and sometimes going up to 5%. And so for most people, that's what they remember because that was 2012. That was 10 years ago. And then you look at the chart and kapow, 2022 happened and we hit 7% in the middle of the year. And here we are. Well, why the history lesson? Well, because things moved along and then things got crazy when the rates got lower and lower and lower. And then, of course, when we hit 7% at the end of the year, things kind of screeched to a halt. This had a huge impact on what was going on. Now, everything in the housing market does take multiple factors to decide what's going on. You've got uh, your buyer activity, uh, demand, supply that is there for that demand, or in our case, lack of supply, and then ultimately the home prices. Now you throw in the mortgage interest rates with that. And what happened for us was right before the holiday season and all the way through the holiday season, we basically went to a screeching halt. People would ask me, what's going on with the market? And I would say, my first time in 17 years, but nothing. <laughs> Everybody just decided to hold and wait it out, hoping for something more predictable. So what's going to happen in 2023? Do we expect predictable? <laughs> it's kind of like the only thing that ever changes in life is the fact that things change. Wait, is that a saying? You know what I mean. I don't know. Nobody knows. But I did go and do all the research for you. Went and researched tons of things on the internet. Listened to a, a whole bunch of economists. Listened to uh, seminar speeches and podcasts and all kinds of stuff from everyone. And I'm going to give it all to you. We're going to start with those bears. Bears going down with their claws. These are the people who are predicting ugly things for interest rates. 
Some of this comes from an article from Bankrate where they say, uh, are mortgage rates going to continue to climb? Is there any light at the end of this dark tunnel? Well, first of all, thanks for putting us this dark tunnel right at the beginning. Cheese. Uh, the article says, some says no. There was a professor of economics and finance at City University of New York, and they thought that uh, economists thought that the 30-year mortgage was going to average 8.75% for 2023. Another professor, this one comes to us from Creighton University's Hyder College of Business. He said, quote, by the end of 2023, financial market participants expect that the Fed will increase the target Fed fund rates by 175 to 200 basis points from the current levels. That would translate into a 30-year mortgage rates roughly at 8.5%, unquote. Now, if all you understood in that sentence was 8.5% and you are pooping your pants while you're driving along right now, I get it. You don't have to understand all that Fed rate basis point stuff because I'm going to get into my secret indicator at the end of the podcast that most economists use to calculate where mortgage rates are going to go. So don't worry about the rest of that stuff. Uh, but what that guy said was based on his interpretation, 8.5. Yikes. Bankrate then talked to Rick Sharga, who's the executive vice president of market intelligence for Adam Data Solutions. Seriously, how about that job title? I am the executive vice president of market intelligence. So you want to go? You want to have a battle of wits? What up? He said that he thinks rates are going to peak at about 8% in early 2023 and that they'll gradually come down over the course of the year to hang around somewhere in the 6% range. Interesting. And then in this article, one of my favorite, favorite predictions uh, comes to us from Nadia Evangelou. She's a senior economist and director of real estate research for the National Association of Realtors. Now, Nadia did a great thing. She just went ahead and gave three predictions. She said, uh, if inflation continues to go high, we're going to be at 8.5%. Then she said, scenario number two, the CPI could respond more to the Fed hikes, and then we'll have rates 7 to 7.5. And then she said, scenario number three, the Fed raises rates to curb inflation, the economy falls into a recession, and rates will go to 5%. Great. Way to hedge your bets. Now, Yes, if you were listening, you did hear correctly. In that last one, she said, if we fall into a big recession, that she expects rates to go to 5%. This is a little known fact, but an economy falls into a recession, most of the economists, even the bearish economists, the super pessimistic people, they concede that a full-on recession means that we usually have a drop in mortgage interest rates. There's history to back this up. Now, continuing on with other different guests, I want to give you all the angles. Uh, Realtor.com thinks we're going to be at 7.4%, trickling down to 7.1% by the end of the year. Um, some of the headlines that I read says mortgage rates will stay frustratingly high. Um, another one I read said mortgage rates will remain high, but they aren't expected to substantially rise again. So that was interesting. And then finally, I want to give you this graph. This is the prediction from the National Association of Realtors. If you're watching on video, take a look at the chart. Uh, if you're not, here's the data for you. It shows quarterly predictions. Well, it shows quarterly data from 2019 to 2022, and then it predicts quarterly data from 2023, those four quarters. And in those four predictions, it has the first quarter at about 6.5%. Now, they made this chart, this graph, back in December, and they're just about right. We're about halfway through January right now, and 6.5% is about where we're at. Uh, but then they showed a steady decrease through the year to end at about 6%. 
And then this chart is another one uh, for those of you guys just listening in your ear holes or in your car speakers. I'm going to tell you about this one, too. Uh, this is for major real estate analysts. Uh, it's Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, the National Association uh, or, or the National Brokers Association and the National Association of Realtors. We already figured out what they do, but we throw them in just to give the nice average. The average of all four of those people show the year at about 6.35 and finishing at about 5.73%. So big difference in what we're looking at. We got some people saying we're going to end the year at 8%. Some people were going to say we're going to end at 5.73. Now, let me give you some of the stories, some of the quotes, some of the analysis from the dozens and dozens of economic forecasts that I read to regurgitate to you today. You're going to get the highlights. I'm going to be like your chat GPT. I am your AI for real estate info. By the way, uh, the whole chat GPT thing, just so you know, the data is only up to 2021 as I record this podcast. So your chat GPT ain't going to be able to give you this information from last year. Now, rates are expected to remain low thanks to the Federal Reserve hikes that are happening. Um, as it did hike up the rates, then we saw mortgage rates follow along. Now, hang on. This is not the way it actually works. Don't get sucked into believing that the Fed rate and the mortgage rates are tied together. That information comes to you again with my secret indicator equation algorithm. Well, heck, let's just call it what it is the cheat code. I'll give that to you at the end of the podcast. Because right after they were talking about that in the article, they said, while the Fed's actions are one component that goes into mortgage rate, for some reason, it emerged as a significant factor this year. So it's not usual. The expectation in this article was rates at about 7%, falling to about 6% for the year. Now, Uncle Larry, to all you homies, my homies know who that is, right, homies? Who am I looking at? There's nobody here. It's just me. That is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. He says that he expects those rates to be at 5.7. Now, another economist from Windermere, a real estate group, Matthew Gardner, predicts that rates are going to stay above 6% until the fall and then dip into the high 5%, which he noted was still 2% lower than the historic average. So if high fives still sounds too high to you because you've only been paying attention for three or four years, remember over the last 40 years, the average interest rate has been 7% through 70s, 80s, 90s. All right. That's what we've been living with. Sorry, 50 years. I believe it was back to 1977. So don't check my math. I just did it there for you. The key thing that I got from all these articles is that the people who said that mortgage rates are going to fall said that they're going to fall, but they're going to fall much slower than they rose. Uh, Taylor Marr, the chief economist at Redfin, he anticipates that rates are going to end 2023 around 5.8%, averaging about 6.1% for the year. So it's a taper, not a drop-off. Uh, that's going to make homes more affordable, but unfortunately, much less affordable than they have been in the past. So let me quote Taylor for you. Quote, mortgage rates dipping from around 6.5% to 5.8% would save a home buyer purchasing a $400,000 home about $150 on their mortgage payment. And then he broke it down like this. To look at it another way, a buyer with a $2,500 a month monthly budget, they can afford a $383,750 home with a 6.5% rate. That same buyer can afford a $406,250 home with a 
5% interest rate. So at 6.5, you can afford $383,000 home. At 5.8, you can afford a $406,000 home. Now, then he does this. He says, oh, by the way, uh, if that rate was at 3%, you'd be buying a $517,000 home. Damn, boy, why you got to do me like that? And I'll tell you what, more importantly, why would a guy like me who's got a podcast called How to Buy a Home put this quote into the podcast of the thousands and thousands of lines of information and stuff that I heard and read? Why would I give you that piece of information? It's called How to Buy a Home. You know why? Truth bombs, baby. Truth bombs. I play it straight. I always have on the podcast since 2019. In fact, you can go back even further than that, like way, way back uh, and see where I was dropping truth bombs in really terrible videos on my YouTube channel. I left him on there because daddy has no shame. I told you in the podcast in 2019 that it was a good time to buy, and it was even through a pandemic the next year. I told you in 2019 that a recession was coming. Well, Hello, gang. Welcome to the recession. It's here. Slowed down a little bit by the pandemic and then the government throwing money in to juice us back up. So it didn't come quite uh, exactly when I thought it was going to come, but it's here and it's coming probably even worse in 2023. I told you that in 2020, if you could buy a hazmat suit and you could go in and look at homes and fight through the crowds and the scariness of what was going on, that rates were historically low and that we would rebound post-pandemic and your home would retain value and you would have purchased it at a nice interest rate, guess what? That happened too. Then when things were coming together in early 2021, interest rates hit their lowest point in history, a stupid 2.66% on January 16th or 17th, somewhere around there. And I immediately recorded a podcast and I said, guys, interest rates are lower than the lowest thing you can think of. I mean, we're talking lower than the chances of the Chicago Bears ever having a decent quarterback. What? What, an NFL reference from Captain Broadway and Mr. Musical Theater? Yeah, I'm an enigma. Deal with it. It's a brave new world. I like them both. Uh, in fact, I'm very excited to watch the playoffs this year. As I record this right now, my Chargers are getting ready to stumble into the playoffs. And when they lose, I'll get up and sing show tunes about it. I'm an enigma. Deal with it. Anyway, I told you back in 2021 that the mortgage rates were lower than a snake's belly. And that if you could jump into that bananas market, I know it would have been tough for people back in 2021 because there were lines around the corner to go into open houses and there were bidding wars of 20, 30, 50, 75 people putting offers on the same house. But I said, rates were low, the lowest they've ever been. And with that many people bought, trying to buy a house, that means a bunch of people didn't get that house and they're going to go to the next one and the next one, the next one, which means prices are going to go up. I told everyone that at the beginning of 2021, some people were lucky and got a chance to take advantage of it. Some people had to wait it out and some people were fearful and they didn't take that advice. And guess what? Rates went up and prices went through the roof. So that is why a guy with a podcast called How to Buy a Home is telling you that terrible quote from the dude that told you that you could get a 3% rate would have got you $517,000 worth of home, and today that only buys you about $383,000. I'm telling you that because I'm going to give it all to you. I ain't scared of the truth. I ain't scared because I told everybody back then what a great deal 3% was, and I told you to fight through the crowds and the bidding wars, and everyone was like, I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm going to wait till it slows down. 
okay, be my guest. But don't say that the information wasn't given to you. So I'm telling you all this today, and I don't want you to be salty about it if you missed the 3%. I just want you to understand and get ready now, ASAP. I say this all the time. What's the worst thing you can do if you get ready? Say you get ready and the market goes crazy and everything's too expensive. Great, you're sitting there with a bunch of money in the bank account. Good for you. So what do you do? You got to start your plan ASAP. ASAP. I mean, right now, go to howtobuyahome.com, ask David, get hooked up with a unicorn, or listen to all this stuff for free and do it on your own. I don't care, just as long as you do it. Getting you the knowledge and empowering you is the entire reason that I try to do this. Now, did I tell you all that stuff about how smart I am because I was right in the past? No, all I did was look at the facts and the data and tell you everything that I know. I listen to people smarter than me and I passed it on because the thing that gets me the most excited is not being right, it's hearing your success story. Seeing the people who did take advantage, who then come on the podcast and tell all you how crazy wonderful they are because they're not paying their landlord anymore. Okay, let's go back to the predictions and prognostications. This comes to us from our friends at Housing Wire. They told us that mortgage rates have been setting records over the past few years, and in 2022, they set another record, this time for the fastest increase in 40 years. That's what we were talking about. The rates jumped from 3% to 7%. Uh, I mean, it's seriously, from like June to like August and September. It was nuts. The prediction from them is that rates are going to fall in 2023, but nowhere near with the speed and the veracity, I said veracity, of the way things moved that quickly in 2022. Expect that 2023 rates will go from seven to six, uh, but that will go at a much, much slower pace. In an article in Newsweek magazine, I saw Craig Lazara, and he was cautious for his 2023 prediction. He said, quote, it's an uncertain time now for the housing market, and I would guess that the end of the deceleration or bottoming of prices will not occur probably until approximately the same time that rates peak. Now, this is me again. This is a nice quote. This is one of my favorite part of this forecast because he uses the old catchphrase, the crystal ball. But listen closely because he talks about the peak interest rates and how it's going to make a good or bad market. And remember, when economists are talking and they say good housing market, they mean good for the seller. And remember, when we listen to what the economists say, we have to use the run DMC filter for good and bad. It's not bad meaning bad, it's bad meaning good. Bad is good for the buyer. He said, quote, so if you had a crystal ball and you could tell me the interest rates were going to peak in December of 2022, then I would say that 2023 and 2024 is going to be a good year for housing because rates are going to be leveling or going down, unquote. Meaning that if interest rates peaked at 7%, which they hit right at the end of 2022, that it's going to be a good year for sellers coming. Meaning that if the rates stay declining, even slowly, the buyers are just going to have to accept the rates where they are. They're not going to drop back any lower and they're going to keep buying. And holy crap, we might even see bidding wars again in the spring of this year. Then he said, quote, and if you tell me rates are going to peak in December of 2023, I'm going to say, tell you that 2023 is not going to be a good year at all. Now, remember, that's 
good and bad run DMC style. So he's saying it's not going to be good, but he means good for the sellers, which is bad for the sellers, which is good for you. That's bad meaning bad, not bad meaning good. Now, personally, I don't think we're going to see a giant run up in 2023. I believe there's just too much uncertainty in the world and in the economy right now for us to see a change in the current affordability. There's unaffordability in the market right now because prices and rates are so high. Um, I don't think that's going to change drastically, but I can tell you this. As I record this in mid-January, I've been talking to unicorns and buyers all across the nation, and I've been hearing people that are not getting homes because they lost out to them in bidding wars. Why do you think bidding wars are happening right now? It doesn't make any sense, right? Everything you're hearing is the market is crashing and everything's going down and prices are dropping and blah, blah, blah. They are, but we have to think about the six factors, not listen to the headlines, but the six factors that are going on right now. Factor number one, rents. They are going up. Factor number two, interest rates. Yeah, we've known interest rates are at seven or six and a half for months now. So anybody who's buying right now, they figured it out and still decided they want to buy anyway. Factor number three, inventory is ridiculously low, which creates demand because people still are going to buy homes. Factor number four, the affordability. It's too high right now, which means at the end of last year, we started to see that correct and normalize a little bit. So now with those dips, that normalization, all it takes is a few weeks of things going back to normal to get people to jump back in and start buying homes again. Factor number five, sales. We have definitely seen a slowdown in sales, which means that factor number six, prices have gone down a little bit because less people are out there buying. But there's a good chance that because of all those factors, one through five, prices might remain about plus or minus 1% for most of 2023. Not a giant crash, definitely not a run-up again, but things are going to keep moving just at a normal pace. Uncle Larry said this. He said, quote, I think buyers are going to return somewhat because what I've noticed is in the past couple of weeks, mortgage rates are coming down. So perhaps the inflation fears that have been overblown by the general consumer price inflation and the Federal Reserve may not be as aggressive in trying to raise the interest over the next year. So the market is incorporating all this information and the end result, according to Uncle Larry, is that mortgage rates are actually a little bit lower now compared to where they were just two weeks ago. And of course, he says, the housing market is always impacted by mortgage rates, unquote. Now, before I give you the secret indicator that I've been teasing you with, like a bikini barista making you a latte and telling you your eyes are pretty. Yeah, bikini barista. Do you know that's a thing? Do you know that's a real thing? I was in Seattle. I saw them all over the place. I kept seeing them with my family, and I was like, what the heck? So I Googled it, and I saw that some bikini baristas, especially up in Seattle, they can make like 800 bucks a day in tips. It was really funny. And then as I was Googling it, I also saw on that link, uh, how to tell if your barista has a crush on you was another Google link right on page one. So speaking of teasing... Before I get to my tease, how about this one little side note, interesting tidbit that comes to us from my best friends over at Zillow. So in a 2022 survey that Zillow did, 
they found that among recent successful home buyers in that year, 18% had purchased a home with a friend or family member who wasn't their spouse or their partner. And 19% of prospective home buyers intended to buy with a friend or a relative in the next 12 months. That's because affordability and qualifying for a mortgage were cited as the top reasons for them wanting to do that. So once again, house hacking, it's a thing. Okay, what you've all been waiting for, or what you don't give a damn about, you're just curious. This is the secret hack. Let's take a look at this chart. This is going to show you mortgage rates. The earlier chart that I showed you or told you about, if I'm in your ear holes, it showed from 1990 to 2022 with a huge spike in 2022. Now, this chart zooms in on that spike. You're looking at or hearing me describe a chart of mortgage rates for just the year 2022. It actually starts in September of 2022. We zoomed in real close, going to December 8th of 2022. It starts with rates at about 5.6% and peaking in November at 7%. Now, that peak was a 20-year high, but from that peak that we see in November, we see a steep drop to 6.5% in early December, thus making that area right there in November kind of like the top of a mountain, also referred to as a peak. Ah, so have mortgage rates peaked? Well, you heard what some of the economists think. Some say we're going to go to 8%. Some say we're going to drop to mid fives. But in general, with most people anticipating things coming in at about 6%, it seems like the consensus is that that crest on that chart right there that we have peaked, but we're going to descend that mountain much slower than we got up there. So this is the secret indicator, and this is why Uncle Larry and a bunch of other economists think that we probably peaked at 7%, and we should see those rates at 6% the rest of the year. And that secret, it's the 10-year Treasury bond rate and how it corresponds with the mortgage interest rate, and how right now we have an abnormal spread, bigger than usual, between the 10-year treasury bond and the mortgage interest rates. Now, you longtime homies probably heard me talk about the treasury bonds back in previous episodes. So unlike other countries, here in the United States, our mortgage interest rates aren't necessarily tied to anything. But Going back in history, a lot of economists have noticed the 10-year treasury bond, there's uh, the spread between them. The bonds are usually about a point and a half, a percentage and a half to 2% lower than the mortgage rates, and they travel together. Now, with everything that's been going on in the economy these days, the bonds have been going up because the government's trying to make sure that people are going to give that money in because things are so crazy out there. They want to give them a good rate of return. So right now, as of early January, the 10-year treasury rate has gone up. So time for the secret indicator. Uh, another chart. Woo, what a fun day. All kinds of charts. This is mortgage rates and the 10-year treasury bond rate going back from 1990 again all the way to 2022. And you can see the spread between the 10-year T-bond, as the insiders call it, and the mortgage rates. It's about a percent and a half to 2% all the way through all those years. And if you're just listening to me in your ear holes, uh, I'm going to do my best to try to get this up on YouTube, on Instagram, or on TikTok. Or you can go to howtobuyahome.com, ask David, and I'll just send you these charts. Boy, if you seriously ask me for charts, <laughs> wow. I don't know. Maybe you and I have a lot in common. So 
the reason we look at that is to see, oh, that's what it usually does. Now, this next chart shows you the spread when it's changed, when the spread becomes unusual. In fact, this chart is called abnormal spread. Once again, I don't know if I can legally say that on a non-explicit podcast, but I don't care. Take a look at this chart. You can see that the spread today is not one and a half to two percent. The spread between the treasury bonds and the mortgage interest rate is 3.25%. So what the hell does that mean? Well, it means that the current trend of the mortgage interest rates dropping from the 7% mark that they were at, it's going to have to continue to drop to get the spread back to where it normally is, that like 1% to 2%, 1.5% to 2% difference. We're sitting in a 3.25% difference between the two. The abnormal chart is called abnormal because this is abnormal. And if you take a look at the chart, it shows two times circled right there that are the only two times when we've had this abnormal, this large of a spread, 3.25%. And right after them, you can see that the rate went way down and mortgage rates followed along. Those two times, 2008 when the stock market crashed and 2020 when we had a global freaking pandemic. Now, things aren't all rainbows and sunshine right now, but we're not in a global recession and we're not in a global pandemic meltdown right now. So the prediction is that this unusual spread is going to correct and that we're going to have to come down in mortgage rates to get close to where we are so that spread is closer to 2%. Now, if we do come down, that means that our spread gets to a percent and a half to 2%. Well, based on the rates, that means we're going to be looking at around 5.75 to 6.25% mortgage interest rates. There, that is your super nerdy, over-researched fact and figures, forecasts and guesses with the extra, extra super nerdy edition of the abnormal spread chart, which is something that just happened here at the end of December. And we are expecting over the next three to six months that that's going to correct and rates are going to not drop incredibly, but not go back to our 7%. And truthfully, I don't think they're going to go near 8%. But hey, I also didn't think it would go from three to seven last year, but what do I know? So most of this information is brought to you by all kinds of people way smarter than me, which is a little bit of opinion for me in my 17 years worth of experience in this market. And the only thing that I know for sure out about all this is that somewhere, somehow, this crap should be taught in high school curriculum, and you shouldn't be able to graduate unless you know how to use a mortgage calculator. So when your friends or family tell you that they read an article about mortgage rates, which, let's face it, it means that they you know, maybe, maybe read a headline or they watched a 30-second video on social media somewhere. When they tell you that this is what they heard and the prediction for what's going to happen, uh, remind them that the prediction that they got was from somebody dancing to a trending sound while they were pointing at facts and figures on the thing. Well, you tell them that when they said that they heard something, that uh, you spent about 40 minutes with some crazy Gen X dude screaming in a microphone by himself way late at night, who's giving you all the facts and figures and the data and the things behind it, not to mention the super secret abnormal spread indicator. 
And if they don't believe you, fine. Pull it up on your phone and text it to them right there. Hey, that's a great idea. Why don't you text the podcast? Share it with people. It's been really fun for me to sit up all night long and read all these articles. What I'd really like to do is get all kinds of people to hear this. Let's get the revolution going to make sure that people are making informed decisions. Share with all of your friends and ask your questions to me. Go to howtobuyahome.com. Ask David. Tell your friends all about it. I know a lot of people have been talking the podcast up on Reddit, and I truly appreciate it because it seems to be a place where people are going for good information. So talk it up on Reddit. Talk it up on Discord. Make a group chat with a whole bunch of people that'll be really angry that you decide to make a group chat about mortgage interest rates. This is topic number two of six topics. We've got more coming for the 2023 forecast because, damn it, you deserve better than a 30-second social media post. Don't be mad at me. I still do those, too, because I got to get people to come listen to the podcast. You deserve real information from your old pal that's been looking out for you since 2019. And by the way, I've been spitting mad facts since 2019 with a pretty good track record. So who are you going to believe? The people on social media freaking telling you that the sky is falling or the guy who's here in the dark with a microphone and been telling you this stuff since 2019 because I believe there's a better way for you to do this, a better way for you to research, a better way for you to analyze. And the end result is exciting and I know you can get there. I've seen it. I know it works. And I know you can do this. (laughs) 